All right, welcome to the podcast on everything. I'm your host, Dan Berlin, and with me we have Sahid Nawaz. How's it going? Sahid used to be a DJ at a university, which is pretty cool, so he's making his... Come, I'm coming back. It's my comeback show after 15 years. It's been a while. So it might be a little bit choppy, but we'll take you through all the sporting events that's happening this week, month, year, I guess, so far. Yeah, so this episode, we're going to do basically a month-long um, recap of the NFL season and do a bonus baseball um, postseason prediction cool. at the end, and we'll see. So we're just going to do a qu- quick recap of each division, take about three minutes to go over it, and since we're both Eagle fans, kind of go over what we think of the season so far, and then our predictions of what to expect. So for the first um, division, let's go over the AFC East. Is that all right with you? That's fine with me. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, first thing that pops out for me is Miami and how fake of a 3 and one team they are right now. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me, but um, you saw the game last week. I caught a little bit of it, and Patriots look like they just crushed them to a point, you know, Miami didn't want to play on in the fourth quarter. Yeah, to me, it basically New England said it's their their division, and you may be three and zero, but you don't own this division at all. And they just they just spanked them. It's been, and, it's been New England's division for the last twenty years, right? I mean, yeah. so I mean, I, un, until Brady and Belichick leaves, I don't think it's going to be anyone else's division. There was two teams from that division got shut out: Miami against New England, Buffalo got shut out by Green Bay. And Jets lost bad to Jacksonville. So that just shows you how good AFC is. AFC is not still as good as people thought it was earlier this year. And what's really cool is um, I have CBS Sports up. Mm-hmm. And I noticed this all the way on the right. Mm-hmm. Is it says projections. It tells you how many wins are projected and whether they're going to win the division and their postseason percentage. And it has the Dolphins winning about 8.7 games. So basically, so, they're winning six more out of out of the next, yeah, out of the next one, 12. Uh, 12 games. I mean, I I, yeah. I kind of agree with it. I mean, I guess they're going by trends from previous years, but um, you know, I, I don't trust any other teams in that division other than New England. Mm. And now with uh, Gordon playing last game, I think right they did. Uh, I think he had one catch. Yeah, but I, I think I think he'll get into the groove of everything once uh, the season goes along and. You know, with Gronk and Gordon, and then they have, you know, was, uh, um, um, not Amandela, um who's the other guy, um, the, the wide receiver? Edelman. Edelman's coming yeah. back next game. So he was suspended for four games. So he they have weapons coming back, uh, and then, you know, they have no names always popping out every year. So you can't always count on that. No, and this it says they got a 90% chance to make the postseason, so... It's a guarantee. Uh, yeah, much. It, it's basically yeah, same for, thing. For a two and two team who's who's, <laughs> a, who's behind uh, you know Miami right now, that's crazy that they have a ninety percent chance. Yeah. So um, anything we need to talk about with Buffalo and New York and the Jets at all, or are they just passable teams that they're just in the in the league and it's like it's like every it. year. Like Buffalo was lucky enough to get in the playoffs last year. This year, I mean, you have the Minnesota game where they blew them out. By the way, I did bet on that game. <laughs> that was my winner from last week. But um, I did not bet on Buffalo against Green Bay. One, because it was at Green Bay. 
to, but I don't, I don't think Buffalo. That was a real, that was a, more of a pride thing for Buffalo than anything else. Who beat Minnesota, and it's hard for them to I think keep up uh, that kind of level of play. Yeah, and they they're one in three. They blew out Minnesota, and they're still minus fifty six in differential. They got shut out twice. First first week <laughs> against Buff, uh, Ravens, and then against Green Bay. Yeah, and. McCoy right now is behind Rosen in yards yeah. for that team by like a significant margin. I think McCoy is so, kind of done at this point. He had a long career. I think he's dwindling down at this point. What do you think about Jets? Like uh, the what's his uh, Donald Darnold, right? Yeah, um, Sam Sam Darnold. Yeah, um, they're a team. They're just they're just around. Mm-hmm. I, they might get a few upsets here and there, but they're nothing that I need. That I think we need to discuss as of right now, as a team that we should be looking at as a future, um, bright in the future. future. Yeah, they're probably in power rankings are probably in the bottom quarter of that with Buffalo. I would agree. I think it's one of the funniest things as we will go over the other division is how much hype everyone gives, like for a team starting one and or two and oh, and. You should you see the real team after the four four games the first quarter of the games played out like your real true face shows up like you know we'll talk about Tampa but that's one of the mm-hmm. team like everyone hyped them up and now they're awful. Yeah. So that was about three minutes. Let's go into the AFC North, which right now you have Cincinnati and Baltimore both have three and one. What's your thoughts, Ahid? Um, I like Cincinnati. I. I never like Andy Dalton. I think I feel like he's a. You have really good games and really awful stretches of bad games. So I think he's in as good stretches right now. Um, if you saw the game last week that they had against Atlanta, it was a shootout basically. So I'm not sure if their defense is you know um, that good anymore like they used to be. Uh, but I mean AJ Green is still hitting all cylinder. Um, I, for one, I know that I'm happy that, not happy, but it's beneficial to me that Joe Mixon is hurt right now because Giovanni Bernard is in my fantasy league. <laughs> he's given me massive points last couple games. Um, looks like you know he could be something that they could use for the rest of the season that then they didn't count on. Yeah, I think Cincinnati is probably going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. but they're not a team that you need to worry about getting mm-hmm. the Super Bowl or even getting to the. AFC Championship game. I agree. Um, they're all well. Marvin Lewis's record is zero and whatever. He has never won a game in the playoffs in the fifteen or twelve years that he has coached in Cincinnati, which is astounding. Because if it wasn't Philadelphia, you not winning a playoff game for that long, you'll be fired immediately. <laughs> I don't know how he still has his job, but you know, he'll, he'll have the ten and six record every year, make the playoffs, and then get bounced early, so I yeah. guess Cincinnati's okay with that. I feel like um, when Cameron Garnett was, was with the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, mm-hmm. it was the same thing. You knew exactly what to expect. You knew what round they were getting knocked out of the playoffs. Exactly. And that's just what Cincinnati is. And they're not going forward. They're not going backwards. Mm-hmm. They're they're just a team that is going to make it. And that's basically it. I feel that as mm-hmm. uh, long as the owners are content with how many people are coming to watch the game, they're not going to fire Marvin Lewis. Um, what do you think about Baltimore? Uh, Baltimore, I think, is going to win this division. They just look legit. They have the best kicker probably in the league. Uh, I think he kicked four field goals 
on the Sunday night game against Pittsburgh in the second half. By the way, that was one of the, apparently one of the lowest rating Sunday night game ever. Wow. And that was a Pittsburgh-Baltimore game, which always yeah. has good ratings. I wonder why. I mean, I for myself, I tuned in and out of it. I wasn't watching the whole game. Mm-hmm. But... From what it seemed like, it was a kind of sloppy game, but it was kind of I was kind of surprised to see that it was one of the lowest rated games for NFL. Yeah, like I wonder if it's because Pittsburgh right now has all this controversy going on it with Bell, mm-hmm. so they're also in divisions so we can talk about them. So mm-hmm. Bell's going on, and then Brown, mm-hmm. and it's like what's going on with Pittsburgh right now? If people just as Pittsburgh fans just didn't want to tune in and watch because they have a big following. Normally, when they're on, they're going to get good ratings. And then when they play a rival in the division, that would also. So I don't know why it would have a bad equated to yeah, yeah to pull. Yeah. I just saw it. I uh, blurred by on my mon- Monday uh, news when I was going through it after, at work. Um, lowest rate. I was like, oh, that's that's uh, surprising. I would never expect that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Baltimore. Baltimore. I mean, Joe Flacco has a couple other. Uh, Tricks in his, you know, bag of, you know, bag of tricks over there. I think he could pull off. He's a really accurate quarterback. I think in general, he's just not very mobile or anything like that. Um, um, so the one team we haven't talked about, and we'll go over them briefly, is the almost four zero Cleveland Browns. That's why they're but they're one two and one. That's why they're Cleveland Browns. They know, no way, they know how to lose. <laughs> the, the the first game that they played was crazy. I don't know if you remember against, against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Yep. where they had many chances to finish that game, but they kept making mistakes after mistakes. Um, they did come back from like a fourteen point deficit, or I think ten or fourteen, and which was impressive. What do you think about Baker Mayfield? So far, um, still not sold on him yet. Mm. I I want to see how he does because everyone can have a amazing game. Yeah. So we'll see if he can sustain that over a long period of time against many different types of defense, and then defenses and coordinators adjusting to what he's capable of doing. So I'm I don't want to make a, any assumptions on him yet. But like, oh, he's he's the future of this franchise. Who knows? Yeah. Um, We'll see at the end of the year if he's improved yeah, from uh, what he is right now. Against Oakland, um, he had decent game look like he had two touchdown mm-hmm. turn reception. Uh, I mean, he looks promising, but you know, with the draft class so far, no one has kind of come out of the race of who's actually you know legit or not. So I think we, for this yeah. draft class, we may have to wait a little longer than other draft classes where. The year once came out, you kind of knew once going to be something special in the mm-hmm. first couple of weeks. Uh, and golf. Golf, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year, uh, I mean, Mitch Trubisky didn't have a good first year, but he was decent enough to yeah. think that he was going to be a franchise quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I also have my reservation on uh, Becker Mayfield because he's, you know, one for one, he's a sh- small guy. How long can he last being a small player in the NFL? I know with all the new rules and everything, protecting the quarterback might help out, but still, I mean, defense going to find a way to like get at him at some point. Um, but yeah, and then you know Pittsburgh, I think they're done. I don't, I don't know what you think. Yeah, uh, I'm not even sure if they'll make it to 500 this year. Yeah. So, so they get Bell back. It's going to take them a few games. Mm-hmm. Then they got to make adjustments. 
Roethlisberger looks old right now. I think the it's team, a, yeah, the team is just in shambles. I, if I were the Pittsburgh Steelers, I would get a new quarterback next year or at least draft mm-hmm. one because I think Roethlisberger might have another year at the most for you before they, he just is done. Yeah. So, so what do you think would go through Pittsburgh's mind if halfway through the year Cleveland has a better record than them? Uh, I think it would be a wholesale thing. <laughs> I, I, no, I heard rumors were like, is Tomlin's, is, is Tomlin's last year? That's just too early to say. Like, Pittsburgh doesn't go through coaches. Like, you know, they had three coaches in their whole NFL history, which is crazy. So I don't think they're going to pull the trigger that easily on a coach. He's been there for 12 years or so. So I think they'll definitely look at, look at it in a way where, like, you know, it's embarrassing, but I don't think they'll do anything drastic until the end of the year. Yeah. Let's move to the AFC South. We have Tennessee and Jacksonville both at three and one, and then Houston and Indianapolis at the opposite at one and three. Yeah, this, this is a weird di- division for me. Like, I can't put my finger on each team on this one. I know the Eagles will play all those teams. The NFCs will play them. Like Tennessee, I saw them last week, uh, this Sunday, playing against the Eagles. They are good. Defensively, but I feel like the Eagles made more mistakes for Tennessee to come back and win that game. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're a true three and one team. Um, their defense will carry them probably to a wall card again, like they did last year. Mariota looks decent, but I don't. I think what the hype he didn't he's not what they thought it was going to be. Um, apparently, his arm strength, strength is not as good as they thought. You know he has a nerve damage. He was he didn't play against Jacksonville the week before, so you know there's a lot of question mark about Tennessee. Uh, I feel like Jacksonville is a more complete team in the division. Yeah, I think Jacksonville is probably in the top four mm-hmm. in the whole NFL. Yeah. Um, their defense is phenomenal. When they played Tennessee, I think they held them under 100 passing yards. Yeah. Um, and was then, it 96 t- game or something like that? Yeah, it was something. It was something small, but it was a ninety-six, ninety-six three field goals. You know. Yeah. But Jacksonville, if their offense stays what it was in the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. they're probably going to be maybe in the Super Bowl. If they let down a little bit, they're going to be a really good playoff team just because that defense is the best in the league right now. Um, so just by just that defense alone, they could probably win this division based on all of these four teams with awful offenses. Yeah. It's up and down um, offense. Jacksonville, I think, will win the division at the end of the day. Only thing I don't trust is the quarterback Burles. I think I don't know. I don't. I don't think they should rely on him. I think he's not a franchise quarterback to begin with. Uh, but you have the factor of Jacksonville having uh, Tom Coughlin as their GM. So, as you know, Tom Coughlin has won two two Super Bowls with the. Uh, Mediocre quarterback, I would say. As much as everyone loves Eli Manning, if you see his regular season record, it's nothing impressive. So as long as your defense is carrying you and all you have to do is make no mistake, I think they could actually make the Super Bowl this year too. I'm uh, kind of disappointed about Houston, though. I expected more out of them, and the first couple games showing they're just, you know, I don't know. Watson's still recovering from his knee injury. It, it just doesn't look... They don't, they're not meshing well. 
Yeah, I was expecting Houston to be the second team in this division, mm-hmm. and right now they just look out of sync. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the next 12 games they'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. But right now they look like they're not even going to make the playoffs. No. Um, with as great as the, some of the players they have, they yeah. just they, they're one of those teams that is probably going to underperform this year, mm-hmm. maybe next year, and their coach is gone if they don't turn it around. I, I think so. I think Bill O'Brien got a good amount. I mean, I think – the reason he got a ch- another chance this year is because Watson went down, and Watts went down last year. So they were like, "We can't value you know, properly with all these player, good, you know, leaders being down." But uh, you know, I, I expected more for Deshaun Watson. I had him at, uh, in my fantasy league as my starting quarterback, and the first couple of weeks he has been horrible. Uh, last week was decent when he won the game, but uh, other than that, he's has looked average or below average most of the time. Yeah, and and the Colts are the Colts. Well, <laughs> without Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck's going to get hurt or something. Uh, they, he, they have no weapons or anything like that. Their defense is mediocre. Um, they find ways to lose games. Yeah, they too. found a way to lose the the, the Eagles. Eagles they had no right to lose that game. And then and this weekend, I think they lost in yeah, overtime to somebody else. To no Houston. To Houston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on to the. AFC West, uh, in which we have the darlings of the NFL. Right <laughs> yeah, Andy Reid. We all know the story. He'll mm-hmm. have a really great start, and then he'll mm-hmm. probably, you know, choke at the end. Yeah. So last year they started off five and zero. Then they had an epic collapse, and then they collapsed again in the playoffs because that's what Andy Reid loves to do, no matter where he is. Yeah. Um, but Mahomes does looks like looks like the real deal, and. They have some weapons. I mean, Tari Kill, Hunt, Kelsey. There was another guy, I forget the name, uh, another receiver that they had, a rookie or second-year player that was doing well last night. But Mahomes, man, he could run and throw. There was having some stat yesterday on, ESP, on the broadcast saying that he has the most passing yard out of the pocket than anyone else. It was like 190 yards when he was out of the pocket throwing on the run. Huh. Like completion was, which is hard to do. But yeah. at some point, I think it's going to catch up to him. Um, it's hard for any NFL teams to prepare for a new player when he only has five starts so far. He played one game last year and four games so far. I feel like they'll catch, the defense will catch up, and it'll be kind of fun to see if he, if the if Mahomes adjusts or he's frustrated. You know. Yeah, he, he's going to have to go through some struggles eventually. And this is going to be how long it takes and what they can do. And Andy Reid is a, a great quarterbacks coach. He's, um, all, he's always groomed good quarterbacks throughout his career. That's one thing he does really well. Yeah, like, <laughs> remember Feely? He, he, he got a second round out of him. Yeah, yeah. He, went, he went to Miami, and without Andy Reid, sucked. Yeah. Um, the guy that Kevin went out Cobb. west, Kevin Cobb. Got and then we had round. Nick Foles, who yeah. did nothing when he left. Nothing that came back when the Super Bowl. Yeah, so yeah. I, th- I think under Andy Reid's system, for some reason, he makes quarterbacks mm-hmm. a lot better than what they are. And, and, then, and I wonder if this is the same with Mahomes or if he's just really this good. Because he went in the sixth round, I, I believe. Yeah. No, he tra- they traded up for him, right? Um, we can look it up, but I'm pretty sure he went in the sixth round. Um, maybe we can always look yeah, it up. We can we always got... look at that later on, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, but, yeah. I mean, what do you think about Denver? Uh, did you watch um, the game last night? 
I watched a little bit. I saw Mahomes throw left-handed. Yeah, I saw that and too. That was, <laughs> well, it was, more, that was really badass. It was more of a chuck than a throw. <laughs> You're just going to push it over. I don't know. And I can but do still, that. Yeah. yeah, I can do that with my left hand. I'm sure but since you're lefty, you can do it with your right. But on you know, the like just throwing a ball forward, basically, yeah, in a direction. Much. Yeah, you're not, um, you're not having the accuracy just like that direction. Yeah. Now, if it was a spy, well, I'd be like, damn, that yeah, was a that yeah. was a le- But, I mean, to have throw. a defensive player in your face and throwing that, that's impressive. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think Denver might make the playoffs. It says here projection, the Chargers have a 30% higher chance than Denver. Because Casey Keenum sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really trust Denver's offense at all. There's never um, been a good offense since Peyton left. Like, yeah. I don't know why it's so hard for them to draft a quarterback and instead of like buying quarterbacks. Like John Elway should know better than anyone else that drafting quarterback is how you start a franchise, not you know hiring you know mercenaries and for, you know it just I don't know it, it, it just yeah. makes things stable for a little bit and then it goes back to the same old same old Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think denver is one of those teams they'll be on the cusp they'll make it interesting to talk about but by the end yeah they're they're not a contender and i think the Chargers are the same way but the chargers i think are a step better than than denver Mm -hmm. so they'll probably make the playoffs or like the first team eliminated like what they normally do but i feel like they're in the same boat as cincinnati they don't improve they don't really get worse. Mm-hmm. They're in that cusp of they can make it every year, but they're not going to do any damage come the playoff time. Yeah, I mean, out of the four division, I think we went to all all four, four all four so far. Who do you think is going to have the two wild card team and anywhere from that? Um, so I'm going to look right now. I think the Chargers and maybe Tennessee now. I think Tennessee and, and no and Cincinnati and Miami are the only ones that are going to have a legit chance. Yeah, and I would probably go Cincinnati. And Chargers, and probably. the Chargers. I think Cincinnati. I think mm-hmm. out of the AFC East, which is the Cincinnati, Baltimore, but Spencer division, I think two teams will up. Uh, one of the wild card will come from there, and I think Chargers will be able to make it in that one either. Yeah. Oakland, on the other hand, <laughs> you know John Gruden. I love Oakland. <laughs> everyone loved Oakland until uh, they saw what John, John Gruden was doing. They finally won a game though, so good for them, I guess. But. Uh, I the whole heart. I mean, I know uh, Oakland is a weird organization, but to sign some, sign a coach for ten years, hundred million dollars, a has been. I would say that's that's a reach. Yeah, and you know you're screwed when within three months he's getting rid of the best defensive player. And look what and, he's done. <laughs> yeah, and now he's talking. Hey, we have no pass rush on defense. Well, no kidding, because you got rid of the best player in the league, clearly, because he's got like a million forced fumbles already he and the has, same amount of sacks as the whole team of Oakland. He has one fumble, one sack at least per each game, every game, last four games. And he, even, yeah. he didn't even start, you know, he came in the last week of preseason and he had, you know, he has an impact immediately. Yeah. I, I think John Gruding's realizing that you shouldn't just go in and blow up an organization. That's kind of what Chip Kelly did okay. a little bit. I mean, it took him two years to do it, but once you blow it up, you have nothing to replace him. You're going to get worse. I think it's a more. Of a, I think a lot of it is a respect thing for John Gruden. Like I want to, I want to show who's 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 in charge right now, and I want to do this because if you're not listening to me, if you're not with me, you're out of here. And he has to realize that NFL from ten years ago is not the same NFL now. 
you have to be a CEO of the company more than a coach. You have to manage mm-hmm. each player uh, and how they act. And it's like it's my road, the highway. I don't think that will work anymore. So, yeah. I mean, maybe you'll learn, but I doubt it. Yeah. For as bad as we think the Jets are, Oakland's percent to make it is half of theirs. Five one point three percent. Oh my god! Okay, so we're going to move on to the NFC. Uh-huh. And let's go in reverse with the NFC West. Right now we have, and we'll go in, we'll just do everything in reverse. So right now we have the 0-4 Arizona Cardinals, worst team in the division. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I'm a little surprised about that. Um, but then again, when you sign Sam Bradford to a team, <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Yeah. He's probably the biggest thief of NFL i ever seen. He gets on the biggest contract and rookie contract before the rookie rule set in for NFL. Doesn't do anything at the Rams. Get signed by the Eagles. That was a you know that was a mistake by the Eagles. Um, goes to Minnesota. Goes to Minnesota. I mean, we know what's going to happen. Keenum takes over for him, and then he gets somehow gets signed by Arizona. I mean, there's he you know, and he's you know one three before last game. I think Rosen was his Rosen had his first start. He looks promising, but uh, they they lost to Seattle in last minute field goal. Um, so, uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't know why Larry Fitzgerald still wants to play for them. Like, I would have left that team last year if I were him. I think that's why he is so loved in Arizona because he's, he's a nice guy, and he stayed his whole career. They've been the, the Super Bowl once, mm-hmm. and after that they just went downhill. I think I lose kind of a – not respect, but like – I don't see this player the same when they are discontent with where they are. Like, if I was a competitor like Larry Fitzgerald and Arizona has been horrible the last couple of years, I would just uh, find another team because if I want to end my career, I want to end my career in a high note, not just retire, you know, go off to the sunset without no one knowing who, where you are. Um, so... You know that kind of sucks. I wish he went to a better team and kind of help them out. Yeah, because I feel like he should be a name that everyone knows throughout the league, mm-hmm. and he's he's just such a good player and a nice person mm-hmm. that like he could be an example, like a role model yeah. for the league right now. But since he's stuck in Arizona, no on teams that always him. suck. Yeah, you you barely hear about him yeah. unless you really pay attention to the NFL, yeah. and it's a shame. Once you get comfortable, I think for a lot of players, they're like, yeah. So what I'm going for, I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. Yeah, so let me do one more thing with Arizona, then we'll move on to um, some others. So I don't know if it's Sam Bradford, if it's just like Murphy's Law, because I think he had his first six years like a different offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, or he's just bad. Because he's always got a new offense going on. He's always hurt. I don't know if he's just the unluckiest guy in the world and everything maybe, bad happens. Or he's just actually just a bad player. Maybe it's a combination of both. Or he's just in a bad place, in the wrong place, wrong time. You know, um, he, he he does. he's not a horrible quarterback when he was younger. But I feel like he wasn't a first overall pick worthy either. And also, uh, the Ransom helped by not putting offensive players around him and a, a good offensive coordinator around him. So I think it's a combination of both. But after a couple couple chances, I would think you'll just let him, you know, not sign him anymore. Or 
as a starter on top of that. Like, I don't know how you do that if you're Arizona. I know that you have a rookie quarterback in the wings at least mentoring with some better veterans than Sam Bradford. Yeah, that, that's a legit point. Um, all right, so we'll probably talk about Arizona in f- four weeks from now when they're 0-8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what their record, uh, who to play next. Uh, but um, yeah. it's not looking anytime soon they're going to win any uh, games, you know, the way mm-hmm. they were playing. Um, it's just miserable. Uh, by the way, I, I, I not to change the subject, but... I thought the Diamondbacks were a good team. They just uh, collapsed, too? Uh, they played the Colorado Rockies and the Dodgers when they were going insane. And I think the Do- I think the Rockies had an eight-game winning streak and the Dodgers had like six or seven. Uh-huh. And then just because of that, they just kind of fell back. Uh, okay. And then they just ran out of time. Because they were leading the division for a while, I think. They were. Okay. They were. Um, All right, well, let's go back to yeah, that. So, um, San Francisco, they lost their quarterback. They're done. Yeah. Um, Garoppolo really, was gotta... overrated anyway. I didn't believe. I mean, that was too much of a hype. That was the the same thing like how Andy Reid like, hypes up a quarterback for him and then trades and nothing nothing happens. I think the same thing happened with Garoppolo where he came from Patriots and everyone expected him to be great. Um, um, and he did have good games at the end of the year last year. They won not the win eight straight. Last five games. Last five. Okay. But that doesn't mean when you don't have pressure, and you it's easier to win when you don't have pressure and no expectation. But when you when you have a you know game on the line in a new season, that's when you know you you see who's a real quarterback, who's a real player, and who's not. All right, so. Uh, let's do Seattle and LA real quick because mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's, it's going a little bit. Seattle, I don't think they're making the playoffs they're, again this year. Um, cluster of mess. Yeah, um, every year, every year they've gotten worse. So it was like the Phillies from '08 to 2012, mm-hmm. in which they make the Super Bowl, they win it, or the World Series, they win it. Next year they lose it. The next year they go to the championship, championship. and lose. And then, and then now they're they digressing this yes. year. And I feel like that's what Seattle has done I since mean, that play call. That cost them a Super Bowl. That was one of the worst plays in Super Bowl history, probably. I still remember that. Um, yeah. Did you see what Earl Thomas did? Yeah, that's the greatest thing ever you can do to yeah. an employer. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the finger. And yeah, walk away. <laughs> um, no, the thing is, I think they still have to pay him, right, for the rest yeah. of the year? Yeah. I mean, it's not like he uh-huh. is not playing because he's, you know, by choice, he's hurt. So I think this is last year in the contract, I believe. Also, it is, which is why he gave the finger yeah, because he, well, he wanted money in case this type of shit happened. Yeah, yeah. he was secured, and now and I was like, well, now no one may sign me. Yeah, and now I'm really pissed off. So I'm gonna give you a finger. The Eagles sign him next year. That'd be pretty good. No, broken um, leg is not a bad injury to come back from. It's the mm-hmm. you have to worry about the muscle tears that are the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, what and then mm-hmm. the, we got the Rams. Just firing in all cylinders. Yeah, I think right now they're the best team in the, in the NFL. Me too. Um, I agree with that. Just by far, and right now it says they got a ninety-nine percent chance to make the postseason. Yep. Um, over under twelve point three wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the most we've seen. And yeah, yeah know, right now, if if they're not peaking now, uh-huh. then this is a scary team for the rest of the year. Because right now it seems like they are. Well, it's going like, to be hard. See, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see if they can keep this up the whole year. Uh, at some point, it's going to catch up to uh, them. Their defense defense is not that great. Akeem Talib, uh got hurt uh, and is out for the season. 
Um, so I mean, and I st- I still have reservation. Uh, I don't know. I I golf is great. Uh, a good young quarterback, but I feel like he'll come down to earth eventually. I don't think he's good as as good as Carson Wentz. So, so this is what they are league rank: first in offense, ninth in defense, wow. which is actually pretty surprising. Second in passing mm-hmm. and seventh in rushing. So their offense is killing it. Their defense is in the top third, yep. but it could slip based on you know just the opponents they've played this um, i guess they play mm-hmm. the Seahawks this coming week and there'll be a little mm-hmm. uh, a tough one for them um see yep. if uh, and it's at Seattle so they were uh, showing a stat where the first four games they have not left the state of California so they really haven't mm-hmm. gone anywhere to play so this this next month's going to be real tough for them i think a lot of them are going to be in the road uh see if they could actually handle the road crowd and everything um, and the coach, uh, Sean McVay, he's 32 years old and, you know, is, he's, he has everyone's dream job, basically. Like, I wish I was, you know, 20-something-year-old, you know, coaching in the NFL, but uh, he somehow got the, you know, he's a genius. He knows how to um, call plays. He knows, you know, the scheme. He, you know, this fast-paced offense, it's working for them right now. All right. I think we should move now to the NFC South, Uh which is I always think it's the toughest division in in the NFL because it always seems like one of these teams is going to the Super Bowl or competing to go to the Super Bowl. It's been the right at the end, and New Orleans could have been that team last year until that. What I, what I, that miracle in the Minnesota, oh, whatever yeah. they called it. They um, probably would have beat being the Eagles in the, in the championship game. They had yeah. a good chance. I mean, uh, everyone except Tampa Bay in that division has been competing for some, you know, championship or close to the Super Bowl or the championship game every year. So, yeah, I agree. This is probably one of the toughest division in the whole league. Yeah. I think right now the fact that Atlanta is the worst team in the division and is saying a lot for how strong this division is. They yeah. almost beat the Eagles. They should have won uh, that game, I think. Yeah, they, they should have. Well, they could be 4-0. They, they have a lot of few teams that they have lost to that they shouldn't have lost to at all. They um, um, they lost to Cincinnati last week on a last-minute touchdown by Dalton. Uh, I feel they lost to uh, Saints in overtime the week before um, when they had the lead at the end, and I think the Saints tied the game. So, yeah, they, I mean, Matty Rye has been on point, I think. He's having an MVP-type season, but yet they're 1-3. and three. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's. So they lost by to Philly by six. They lost to New Orleans by six, and then lost by one. Yeah. So they're in. That, all those games are winnable games. Yeah. They they they've been in the in games for every. I think feel every game they played. Tampa Bay, on the other hand, I think is a fraud. Yeah. Um, I, I I feel like they peaked in the first two games of the season, and you're like, wow, this this team could be legit, and now they've come back down to earth. And they've actually been outscored by 27 when points. When you celebrate the second game of the year and make make it seem like you won the Super Bowl, you know you're not a real team. <laughs> that uh, that whole uh, Fitzpatrick wearing uh, Deshaun's uh, gear backfired on them pretty bad. Uh, if you saw them play against uh, the Bears last week, that was pathetic. Like it was 35 to three in, in, at the end of the second, in the end of the first half, and that's. That's embarrassing. I mean, straight up. Yeah. Now, um, right now, their over under is six point two wins. 
So we'll say you know, in four more games in the next twelve games. Yeah, so, so four and eight. So they're expected to really down spiral. Well, so they so, didn't even they didn't mm-hmm. even play anyone in the division yet, did they? Uh, divisional record, they are one and zero. Oh. So uh, they play. That, oh, they played the Saints at the beginning first game of yeah. the year. But yeah, yeah you have to still play Carolina, Carolina toys, Atlanta toys, Saints once. That's five games right there. Yeah, I keep thinking Carolina may be the best team in this division, and then I kind of watch the offense of the Saints, and I know Carolina can't compete against that. Hey, guy Ed McCaffrey though for uh, not mm-hmm. is it Ed McCaffrey? No, it's his, um, it's Christian son, McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm thinking about his dad, but uh, he's actually the one of the leading rushers in the NFL right now. Yeah, it really pissed me off because. When I joined the fantasy team, I had the first pick, and then at the 19th, and I was like, but the 19th, I'm picking McCaffrey. And it's just, took it. Yeah, just because I know Cam Newton's going to throw to him all the time because he's a beast. Small little white guy that runs through, like, he's like Sproles, yeah. except he's 23, 24 Two, years old. Yeah, young Sproles, basically. Yeah, and someone took him. I can't remember who, but I was really pissed off yeah, about it. I don't know it. who took it in our league, um, but... Uh, it's, 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 it's a smart thing because they're well, going to check he, down to him all the time. He's 15 catches in yeah. one game, I think, and 100 yards rushing. Um, and plus, Cam doesn't have anyone to throw to other than him. They're, I don't even know who's wide receivers are at this point. Yeah, I know Benjamin's in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the last one I can tell you. All right, so let's move to the NFC North. We're, we'll probably spend a little bit of time on this because it's so intriguing. Yeah, right is. now we have Chicago at 3-1, and one, and they have them at over-under 9.5 wins, so 10, maybe 9 wow. wins, but a 66 chance to make the playoffs, which is the highest in the division. So if they're getting almost 10 wins, then this division is, could be up for grabs. At least as of right now, that's what it's saying. Because it's, it says Detroit could get seven. So that's not a big margin of error between the top and the bottom it's not. of the division. I, don't, I think uh, Minnesota will bounce back. I don't think the way they've been playing the last two games is not true to themselves. That they play Eagles. I'm kind of worried about, as an Eagles fan, worried how Eagles are going to react after they lost. And Minnesota has lost two straight. Granted, it's at in Philly. I think Eagles may lose that game. And if I was a you know true NFL watcher, I would think Minnesota has more on the line than the Eagles at this point yeah. in the year. Yeah, like um, a few weeks ago, it, I was I should have done it. Because I like to gamble, but Seattle zero and two at home against Dallas. It's yeah. like they're not losing three games straight, yeah. and especially at home. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the same thing with Minnesota. Although I think it's going to be tough. I haven't followed Philly stuff to see what's going to happen. But Minnesota, where they were last year to lose three in a row, mm-hmm. it's going to be a stretch to really have that happen. Even if two of them are winnable games, just a good team doesn't lose three in a row. Exactly. That's what, that's, that's what I'm worried yeah. about. I think Seattle will win this Sunday. Um, and you know, I I feel uh, in some ways uh, the NFL has figured out Minnesota's defense, where uh, they're attacking them now more than they used to, and I think the Eagles started doing that in the NFC Championship game, so they blew them out in the NFC Championship game, and then ever since then they have given up. Like I think their point given is. Uh, way higher than it it was from last year. What's their defensive ranking right now? Twenty uh, first, and they've gone up one hundred and ten points, which is only four behind Detroit. Yeah, who's last in the division? So exactly. So they their defense not showing up this year so far, and yeah. Eagles defense at home plays their number one at home. So and Eagles that have not lost a home game in last seventeen. So. But then again, that's a that's a stat that could say like, all right, it's, Eagles are due for a loss at home. Mm-hmm. 
what do you think about uh, Green Bay? Green Bay is kind of like those iffy teams. Um, I feel like they should be better than what they are, mm-hmm. but every year they kind of they are what they are. Say so as far as, um, as 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 long as Rodgers goes, that's how far Green Bay is going to go. Basically, yeah, yeah. And I always feel like, oh, they're like a Super Bowl contender, and then they finish and they get out of the playoffs on mm-hmm. some crazy scenario. I'm like, well, this is this is the Green Bay I mm-hmm. should expect because that's what they did when they missed the Super Bowl that one year because the guy couldn't catch. And every year it's on one thing or this and that. I was like. I just don't think they're a good team. I don't think I think um, McCarty is a fraud as a coach. Yeah, after after blowing that, that also cost me like two hundred dollars. <laughs> but um, after blowing that to Seattle, I was like, why is this? I started really analyzing him as a coach, and I was like, why is he still coaching here he and ruining Aaron Rodgers and this team? And they just keep him along, and they don't get better. Nope. I feel like every year they take a small step back, and next thing you know, Aaron Rodgers is forty, and it's, and, it's and it's too yeah. late for that at that point. I think the telltale sign is when Aaron Rodgers is hurt, they are like five games, like less when it, you know they're like a five and t- eleven team where you have Rodgers there ten and sixteen. Like it shouldn't have that big of a drop off because I understand it's your franchise quarterback. But, you know, look at Philly. Like, that's one of the reasons I respect Doc Peterson more now because, yeah, you lost your franchise quarterback, but you, you actually have a backup quarterback that's capable of leading you. And you already had a team that was set up to win. And I think Green Bay lacks that. I think Green Bay, like, depends on Rodgers 90% of the time and 10% as the rest of the team. And I think that's the coach's fault more than anything else. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Um, I do think that this division it could be theirs to win. Mm. Um, so, like going into Chicago, mm. Chicago's a three and one team. They're young, like they're flying high right now, mm-hmm. and it's long to sustain a long period of time. Khalil Mack, there's no way he's going to be able to get a force fumble and a sack every single game. Yeah. So eventually, that's going to teeter. Trubisky, he's a ro- he's basically a rookie because he played a little bit last year. He barely paid, um, played, yeah. Yeah, so he's going to have some learning curves that are going to be really large. Like you said, there's mm-hmm. not enough tape on him uh, for the mm-hmm. NFL defense to catch up. So yeah. now they, once, they, once they do, they'll know how, how to attack yeah. him and how to de- you know, uh, create defenses to confusing and everything. Yeah. And in college, he didn't get a lot of playing time either. He, yeah. he went to Carolina, and I watched Carolina all the time. And um, when they were really good... Mm-hmm. It was Marquise Williams. Okay. And then Trubisky came in the year after. Mm-hmm. And he did play a little bit, but, like, the year when they could have made it to the BCS, it wasn't him. So, like, there wasn't a lot of tape on him in college except for that one he senior year. He played one year that uh, he was there yeah. basically playing. Yeah. Was he a backup before that? Or? He was a backup to Marquise, mm-hmm. and then they kind of switched back and forth. But Marquise was the starter. Um, yeah, he was the main guy that made that offense run. And then, like, well, Trubisky, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he just had to wait his time. So, so like, just based on his size and what he can do. He's a good... Like, that's why he was drafted so high. But there wasn't a lot of tape on him, like you said. Yeah, so people don't know about him. And I think one of the reasons he had six touchdowns last game is because Tampa Bay is, I think, is not a real 2-0 team. And it showed on, uh, you know, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, that being said, I... Th- think that Chicago is going to make the playoffs. It's just difficult. I when you're 3-1, and one, 
and mm-hmm. you're looking like this, you're not going to get a few wins here and there that are going to get you about nine wins. Yeah, I think they will. I think Green Bay and Chicago are the two mm-hmm. teams in that division. I think Minnesota might not make the playoff this year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Detroit is first-year coach. I don't think they're going to go anywhere. Yeah, I would have to agree. So let's go to the NFC East. It's going to be tough. And Everyone's 2-1-2 two two right now. Yeah, except the Giants. How, what do you want to say about the Giants? Do you, do you think they're going to... Eli Manning's time has come to uh, leave that team. Uh, I don't know if he's going to retire or not, but I don't think next year is going to be... And this is his last year uh, as a Giants. I think they're going to release him or do something next year. Because if you see him, their line is still not good. Um, Eli looks like he's confused half of the time. Um, Odell's not having a great season. I don't think he has a touchdown yet, which is crazy. Um, and Saquon is the bright spot, but I don't think they're going to be anything more than a 6-10 and 10 team this year. Yeah, I, I think they are the bottom team in this division. Mm-hmm. And I'll even go to Washington. I don't think I don't think Washington is as good as what they are. Mm-hmm. Granted, we've only seen three games compared to four. They already had a bye week, which is crazy. Yeah, so they could be two and two, and they could have got blown out, mm-hmm. or they could have blew somebody out. And this whole prediction or analysis of them is is different. Um, With uh, but uh, I I know some Redskins fans, and one said the over under was five wins. Right now they're uh, blowing that. Like, they're on pace to blow that out of the water. They have Adrian Peterson rushing for 100 yards. That's mm-hmm. anomalies, I think. I don't think yeah. that could be kept up for that long of a period of time. Yeah. And they also haven't played anybody in the division yet. No. So I kind of want to see how they fare against the other teams to compare them, like, with Philadelphia and Dallas. Not the Giants. The Giants are the Giants. But to see how they compare against them. If they lose the first two games, then we know where, where they really are. Yep. Yeah, but if they win the first two, we're like, all right, well, then this team is actually a legit team this year. They play the Saints coming up on Monday night, and that's going to be a tough one for them. So you get to see how they actually are coming up a bye week mm-hmm. playing against a really good team. Uh, I'm not sure if it's at New Orleans or at Washington, but uh, or anywhere else. I'm playing Drew, Drew Brees and that offense, you know. It is it is in New Orleans. So, so, yeah. so for purposes, it's probably going to be a loss for the right. Redskins. Exactly. So we're looking at every team in this division is 2-2. Two 2-2. And two. Two and two. Um, minus the Giants. Giants, yeah. Um, so what do you think about Dallas real quick? I think Dallas is in trouble. Um, they barely won against the Detroit, Detroit Lions last week. Uh, their leading receiver was Ezekiel Elliott, so that shows you how their tight ends and wide receivers are. Um, Dak at times looks good, at times looks confused. Uh, I feel like if you attack him the right way, you get to him and make him throw bad interceptions like Eagles did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Dallas will end up being like eight and eight, like last year, or nine and seventeen. So a typical team under Garrett is yeah. <laughs> eight uh, and eight. They have two anomalies team that doesn't make the playoffs basically, because um, there's nothing special about Dallas other than Elliott. He's yeah. the best player in that team, and that's all they have. So can we say Dallas is the NFC's Cincinnati? Pretty much. As long as they're under Garrett, they are going to be Cincinnati of NFC's. And, yeah, to me, I don't see how they still have Garrett as the coach based on how many mediocre seasons they had. And then they had one great season, which you kind of knew was coming eventually, and then they just went in the complete opposite direction. And they, I think they went 12-4 and and then 4-12. and You know why? So he's just for, like, Every year, which is maybe seven or eight years, he's just 500. You know why he's the coach? Because he, he takes orders from Jerry. 
you know, whatever Jerry wants, Jerry gets. And if Jerry hates uh, having someone argue with him, uh, Bill Parcell, that's one of the reasons he didn't get along with Bill Par- Parcells. And, um, you know, he doesn't want any anyone questioning his moves. So Garrett is probably just like, yes, sir, no, sir, to him. And, mm-hmm. you know, is a lap dog for Jerry Jones, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and I, we can look in other leagues and be like, how is this coach still here? I think it's the same thing as that. They yep. just listen to the boss and do what they told and they'll have a job. Exactly. And, and until it gets way... Horrible. Yeah. I mean, it has to be... And the, and the fans are like chanting they want him out. I think they're set. I think Dallas has to like two like 5-11 and 11 season and another like 4-10 and 10 season or 4-12 and 12 season to have uh, Garrett to be out, ousted. Uh, Long as you know Jerry's there, I think he'll be there doing like nine and seven, maybe a ten and six playoff kind of deal. Uh, but yeah, I I don't expect much from them. They just look mediocre when I watch them play. There's nothing special about them. Nothing pops out. Uh, you have you know Beasley, which is he's slowing down at this point. He's not as fast as he used to be. But uh, they have Austin right now too, who's okay, but nothing special. That Lee Sean Lee's hurt every year. I feel he he didn't play last game, <laughs> so it's like I clock Mr. Glass because he can't stay off the stay on the field. Every other play he gets hurt. So um, and that's their leader in defense. Yeah, you remember that movie? Is it Invincible yep. or Unbreakable? Un- Unbreakable? Is that is that like Mr. Yeah, Glass? Mr. Glass. Okay. Morgan, uh, Sam Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean Lee's the Sam Jackson in real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the character I was yeah, based on. Break breaks everything <laughs> every time he goes outside. <laughs> All right, so let, let's get into our Eagles. We'll we'll make we could go on for an hour and a half. Yeah. Let's let's cap this at five minutes. All right, let's do this. All right. All right. Your expectations before the season in thirty seconds. Um, I expected them to go back in the Super Bowl. Um, so for regular season, I ex- not many throw team wins, but I was expecting from eleven to eleven low, twelve high, or ten low, uh, thir- uh, twelve high. I didn't expect them to run the board this year because. Everyone's going to have a target on their back because they're the champions. Uh, but knowing that Carson's going to be back and uh, knowing that the, this team experience with good players, I still feel that they will win over 10 games. Okay. So right now they have projection 9.3. Mm-hmm. So obviously if they win the next game, that'll probably increase. Exactly. So to me, I was kind of in your same boat. I was thinking 11-5, and five, mm-hmm. definitely in the playoffs, maybe one playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go into week one. After watching week one, where, where, what were you thinking after the, that so, awesome stop again to Atlanta? So, like, I, my expectation for the first two weeks was a little bit different because I knew who the quarterback was. Uh, I love Nick Foles. I love what he did for the city, but I never trusted him as a player. I never did when he played for the first time with us. I, I, but, like... I, so, like, my expectation was, like, all right, just get through the first two or three games with Nick Foles, see how we do. Uh, so, like, when they won, I was really happy. I was happy that the defense, you know, kept Matt Ryan to, what, 16 points? Was it 14 points or something? Uh, I have it right here, 12 points. 12 points. So, and look what Matt Ryan's been doing ever since then. He's been lighting up with against everyone. So, so I was really happy about defense, even though Jalen Mills let Julio Jones run all over him. Um, 
so I was happy. I wasn't happy with the offense, but I knew that that's not the real offense because a lot of the players that Jeffrey wasn't playing at that point, Nance wasn't playing at that point, Matt Collins wasn't playing mm-hmm. at that point. So I was happy uh, for what what it was worth for who who we played and uh, who we had in our lineup. Yeah, um, against Tampa Bay. Um, I didn't watch most of this game because I was coming back from work, mm-hmm. but I know we started off on the wrong foot. And then we slowly kind of crept in. We had a chance to get back in. Mm-hmm. We couldn't. And I feel like it was a loss that they shouldn't have sustained. Mm-hmm. It was Tampa Bay flying super high, and it took us by surprise. And it's like, this is a bad loss. You, sh- you shouldn't lose to a team like Tampa Bay. Um, now looking at it, mm-hmm. at the time I was like, all right, well, maybe Tampa Bay is actually a really good team, mm-hmm. and this isn't a bad loss. But now looking at it, it's like, this is a loss. That was a win. I agree um, with you 100% on that. I thought that that was a bad loss. Um, and especially what, what's going on with Tampa Bay right now, I'm even more convinced that that was a bad loss. I don't think mm-hmm. the Eagles were ready for it. The defense was definitely not ready for it. The uh, fact that you give a two 75-yard touchdowns in one game, that's embarrassing. Um, I feel a defense, I don't know what they were thinking. They weren't. They didn't cover D-Jack, you know, have, have a man up top all the time when you have Deshaun Jackson, you know, so at least you could stop the bleeding, you know. And you know how we how the defense is good in the red zone, so at least if you have a stop near the 20-yard line, fields are smaller. So they're, for a faster player, just you kind of cancel that out at that point, you know. Yeah. Uh, D-Jack, he always hurts the Eagles. Yeah. Um, that is. True. I just don't know what it is. If it's the, just the vendetta, I but for some reason, I think he, he's, he's got like eight hundred yards time. against us. I think it seems he. Like, mm. I think he becomes healthier when he plays against the Eagle. All of a sudden, mm. uh, but mm. it, that was a bad loss, and I thought that was mm. a winnable game. We did come back for it, but it was too little, too late. Yep, and yeah, that's something when they look back at the season, if it if they miss a home game. Mm. That's going to be the one that's going to probably be the one that, the reason, that cost yeah, them. Yeah. Um, Indianapolis, they snuck it out. Um, yeah. And yeah. I was like, all right, they're starting to turn around. They just woke up from the from the Bucks loss, and they realized they got to get their act together. And it took them a while because the Colts almost knocked you off. Yeah. But it seemed like right at the end, they really woke up and was like, we're going to win this game. We might not have played our best, mm-hmm. but we're going to leave with a victory. And we kind of woke up a little bit. That's what it seemed like in the Indianapolis game. What yeah. was your analysis? Yeah, mine was. Uh, I was happy with the win. Uh, it was kind of a shaky start, but I I, mm-hmm. I kind of guess it would happen because it was Wentz' first time back after nine months. So I knew it was going to be a rust factor. Um, I was kind of uh, kind of happy to see that the first drive they had, he scored a touchdown. But after that, it was like misfires and miscommunications. But can't expect that. Um, closer to one that game definitely, but one thing that that really made me, uh, you know, know that once was back is the last eight minute drive that they had for a touchdown. He was like, I think, completed every pass, moved them down the field, and scored a touch game winning touchdown. Um, so that was encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it shouldn't be that hard to beat the Colts at this point. I know mm-hmm. Andrew Luck is Andrew Luck, but. He's been hurt for two years, so you should be able to stop him and not. I feel the one thing that I hate about Eagles defense is I feel like they play prevent defense all throughout the game where mm. they'll give them space in front, 10-yard space. So every time 
a receiver or a quarterback could throw a pass and have space in between them and run for first down. And it's like they move the chain every time. So, I mean, it's... I don't know. I, that's one of the pet peeves of, my, of the defense. I think I think Jim Schwartz doesn't blitz enough to attack the quarterback. To you know, the quarterback has ample amount of time to throw to whoever they want. Yeah, and that's going to lead. So we'll do this one for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to lead to the Tennessee game. I feel like they could just throw it whenever they needed to and get a whole bunch of yards. That was like my- Corey Graham. What the hell are you doing on fourth and fifteen? Yeah. Um, Jalen Mills, do you know how to cover somebody? Or um, do you want to give 15 yards every time you, uh, you know, when, yeah. when you're at the line? I mean, I understand you're in new press coverage, but don't give him that much space. Obviously, someone to catch the ball when there's no one behind him. But, yeah, that was a very frustrating game to watch. That was, I think, more winnable game than the Tampa Bay game when you have a lead in the overtime and you can't stop three, you know, um, three fourth down plays that has never happened in the NFL history. That's saying something. Yeah, and they should take that to heart. And yeah. um, in the power rankings of the NFL, they had us at three. And now yeah. they jumped us to twelve, wow, and they kind a... of yeah, they kind of just blow up the DBs on this. And they praised Malcolm Jenkins, who was the only reason why. Yeah, I think we were still in the game right at the end. Oh yeah, he was tackling. He was actually making them tackle. That's the other thing. Like our DBs don't make tackles. Like missed tackles. Are hurting them so bad. It's just you know awful. Yeah, but a, a fourth and fifteen, you know exactly what they have to do. You, it's not hard. You, you should... defend the line where the line is. You make yeah. sure you're right at the line. You're not letting them do anything. Uh, and they obviously, I don't know what they were doing. Apparently, there was a lot of miscommunication, mispositioning. Mm-hmm. And you're a veteran team winning the Super Bowl. That should not happen. No, and I think they need to. If they haven't, they need to call people out in the yeah in the locker room. I don't think Jalen Mills should be starting as corner cornerback. I think Sidney Jones should take over at this point. Yeah, I, they need to do something because yeah. what they're doing right now is not working. No, nope. so you need to change it up, and you need to change it up now because mm-hmm. you're playing Minnesota. You're having a tough and, tough next couple of weeks. Minnesota Giants. Uh, and then I believe Jacksonville and no and, and Minnesota and, Giants, yeah. Panthers, then Jacksonville okay. and London. So. That will yeah, be. so so three teams that are legitimately playoff teams. Yep, and your the Giants are in your division. Yeah, and you're two and two right now. Yep. So if let's say you're lucky and you go two and two, now you're four and four. Half the season's over. And you're four and four. That's not good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you either like now is the time you need to wake up. Wake up and get your shit mm-hmm. together. Sorry. Excuse no. me. No, you're perfectly fine because all the time. Yeah. All right. Um, you can say anything. Um, you know, like they in that old Damn, school. I didn't know that. <laughs> It's like yeah. an old school. He's like, just earmuff it and just say whatever you want. <laughs> Vince Vaughn. <Bobby, basically. laughs> yeah, that's how I look at the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so um, my prediction right now, I, I think the Eagles are a playoff team. Mm-hmm. They're one of those mystery teams where it's like, are they going to be a really good team that makes the playoffs and has a legit shot? Or are they going to be a playoff team that just squeaks in and gets But if they get in the playoffs, eliminated. though, you... It's the champions going back in the playoffs, so they know how to get through it. So I think they'll win the division because I don't think the division's that good. Um, the question is, are they going to get a bye week this year or they have to play the first round? I think they'll have to play yeah. the first round this year because I think Rams will take one spot in the bye week, and I think mm-hmm. Saints will be the other one taking the mm-hmm. other spot. Yeah, I would agree with that. And as bad as the Eagles have been, mm-hmm. they could be 0-4. Right now they're first in the division. Yeah, I mean they should be three and one, yeah. but right now they're first in the division. Yeah, I think so. Which um, 
in four weeks, who knows what we're saying. And also, um, I mean, once is going to be a third game for once. And, um, you know, I think each each week I think it will be better and better. I think, you know, he threw for 300 yards last week. I think, you know, he, I think he's back. I think his legs are coming back. Yeah, so let's real quick look at the odds to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rams are favored. The, and then the Patriots. Wow. And then the Chiefs. Wow. Philly is um, uh, Philly is fourth. the fourth team. So even not saying all of that, That's and like pretty, looking at their schedule, they're still they can. They're second one team the top four. in NFC to mm-hmm. top. But then again, you have Minnesota who lost. Minnesota's right there um, too. So yeah, and the Saints. Um, I I I have a hard time of uh, betting on the Chiefs, even though they're third. Yeah, until I see Andy Reid. Yeah. I think it would be um, changes mm-hmm. time woes. Mm-hmm. I will never. I think it's a good money bet to pay, bet on the Saints if you want to mm-hmm. bet futures on them winning the Super Bowl at this point or going to the Super Bowl. I got to check out Dollar Park next couple of weeks and see what the futures are for uh, <laughs> playoffs and uh, NFL uh, championship. Yeah, what's what's crazy is right now to win the AFL AFC conference, mm-hmm. the Chiefs are favored. So. Yeah. They're, they're favored like it blows my mind they're favored to beat the Patriots in the AFC mm. but not favored to win the Super Bowl that's weird um, yeah that is odd I mean I don't know if I don't know how Vegas is giving money to a team that can win any playoff games and hit historically and recently it's you know as long as Andy Reid's there you're gonna have that choking factor always nothing against Andy Reid like he gave us good years but he is a classic choker at the end of the year. He doesn't he doesn't know how to win the big game. He kind of crumbles under pressure. Yeah. So let's wrap this up with a bonus edition of the Major League Baseball playoffs. Right now we have the Cubs going against the Rockies. It's a live. Uh, what's the live score? Let's see uh, if we could get that. Um, what's I got the- it right here. MLB.com. It's in the sixth inning already. Still one nothing. Wow. Yeah, I think we started this podcast when it wasn't the first. <laughs> and I think we're like, all right, we're going to do this for 30, 30 minutes. minutes. And this this, this, this one is 37 minutes itself. So the other one, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, so it's one nothing. So if we assume Colorado wins, Colorado plays Milwaukee. Milwaukee's that hot team. But yeah. I don't trust Milwaukee. I, I think uh, from... The NL, I, I would expect the Dodgers to go back in the World Series again. The Dodgers are one of those. I don't like the Dodgers, but they're one of those unlucky teams throughout the 10 years. Like when the Phillies were good, Dodgers were always knocking the door in the NFC, uh, I'm not, NL, NLCS and losing. And now they're going to the World Series and losing, basically. So Yeah, yeah this is seven years in a row they've won that. Um, that division. That division. Yep. And they've only been to the World Series once. Yeah, that's. That's bad. Yeah. Um, um, they're loaded, too. I mean, they yeah. have a whole bunch of players in that team. And they added Manny Machado this year, yeah, which is the best player in the yeah. Orioles organization for a decade. Yeah. So, um, I mean, uh, it's at least last year. So, I mean, I, I don't like the Dodgers, so I'm not going to root for them. I think they'll go through Atlanta pretty easily. Atlanta, like I was talking to you earlier, Got lucky being in a horrible division where Phillies collapsed and they just got in. And the fact that the rest of the division sucked. Yeah, so, yeah, I would agree. I would put them the fourth 
or even the fifth best team in this. Yeah, I think Cubs and the Colorado's better than Atlanta, I would say. Yeah, so I would go L.A., Chicago, Milwaukee, the Rockies, yep. and then the Braves. Yep. If I would do a power ranking, mm-hmm. so I think I think the Dodgers have the best, and I like Milwaukee a lot. I just don't. Is Braun see still them. playing? He is. He batted about two fifty, I think, for the he's year. He's coming down, and um, like, I think he's going to be not playing for too too long anymore. Yeah, I think his RBIs were in the sixties, the high sixties, mm-hmm. maybe seventies. It wasn't. It wasn't anything that you would expect. Who's their so, best player? Right uh, now? A guy named Yellick. You almost won the triple crown. Really? Yeah, he had in. And, the, and this year, he played the same team twice, and he had two cycles in both of those games. Wow. I think he was the first person to hit for the cycle against the same team twice in a year. That's crazy. Um, so he's, he's really legit. But other than that, I can't tell you much about the Brewers, except they went on a little streak. Mm. So I would, I would still take L.A. They got yeah. a little unfinished business. Mm. When you have that team, yeah, and you lost uh, Seager. Yeah, you lost um, but then you added Manny Machado. Yeah, he's a Machado, and yeah, you have I the think you're big fine. bearded dude. What's his name? Uh, um, Gritty. Gritty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about Gritty. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So that's what we're going now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's do the AL. Um, before this, I was thinking Cleveland. No, that's. And then bad. Cleveland plays Houston. That's not. So bad. like, they're two hundred. They're four two hundred strikeout pitchers. Yeah. Have to play the. Best, best team. Pop, my, in my opinion, the best team in baseball. What's his name? Uh, Carlos um, Carrasco, ex-Philly prospect, is one of their better, better pitcher right now. Uh, but Houston's Barlander, who's still throwing heat. That's crazy that how old he's and still got it as an ace in the staff. Yeah, what's crazy is Keuchel sucks now. No, yeah. I, I heard he's going to be a free agent next year, and mm-hmm. Phillies were thinking about it. I'm like, don't do it, please. Uh, but yeah, Keiko. Well, they picked up that guy uh, mid-season, who's the second uh, star now. I uh, forget the name; it's skipping my mind. But uh, yeah, Houston looks great. I mean, their their batting is good as anyone else's. Uh, but yeah, Cleveland just got their short end of the stick. I feel, and I I know that at, uh, in the other bracket, everyone wants the Yankees in Boston. That's stupid old. <laughs> Rivalry that no one cares about anymore. Like I, don't, I could care less about Boston Red Sox and Yankees. Now that's if they if Yankees win tomorrow, that's all they're going to talk about is Boston New York, Boston New York. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's glad. I mean, mm-hmm. but you know, I hope the Oakland A's wins. Yeah, um, I actually, I'm actually going to predict the Oakland A's to get to the ALCS. Wow. So Didi is hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, the A's. I've been following them because. They just took over a team that I yeah. pay attention to a lot, and they've just been crushing it. Um, they got Chris Davis, who's got forty some home runs. Yeah, I think forty eight um, at the end of the year. They just they work. They are really good as a team. They're, um, they're the one always a sleeper team that always pops up every yep. year. The money ball thing works for them. Yeah, um, and the, and the last time they've been to the playoffs and gone to the LCS, mm-hmm. I can't tell you when. Yep. So it's just like a matter of time. It's like the Eagles losing at home. This yep. is a matter of time before it's got to happen. It's going to happen, yep. Um, so not saying that this is the year it's going to happen. Um, you never know. But like the team they have right now, they were working so mm-hmm. well together mm-hmm. that the LCS – it, it should be a piece of cake for them. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think it would be Houston and Boston yeah. and the ALCS. Yeah. I think Boston hasn't had a mean- meaningful game in so long yeah. that if they play Oakland, they pro- it'll probably take them a game or two yep. before they start you know, getting back to that. And then by then, they've lost home field advantage. Mm-hmm. And I just think Oakland's just going to sneak in 
But um, I think so. I mean, it'd be crazy yeah. if the Yankees and Boston play. It's two first-year manager coaching in that uh, series, basically, in that five-game series, which is going to be you know, kind of kind of you know, refreshing. But then again, I don't want to see Yankees or the Red Sox. So. Yeah, and it's crazy how quickly you can turn things around in baseball, in baseball yeah. especially when you got a lot of money. That, um, you don't, yeah, these There's teams, no cap. Yeah, these teams don't stay down for long. Um, so who do you got prediction in your uh, World Series? Uh, I'm just saying a rematch of Houston and L.A. I guess I agree with you on that one. Um, I think, like you said, L.A. has unfinished business. They're more prone. They're, they're easier side. NL is not that good this year as much as the AL. So I think they'll go back. And I think uh, Houston's way to have a good team. I think they'll have a trouble. I think Cleveland and... Boston will give them trouble, but if eventually, I think they'll up, you know, go to the World Series and win it. What do you think is the worst thing Major League Baseball wants to have? Like the two worst teams they could possibly have in the finals. A's what do you think they don't Rockies. want? <laughs> be, no one will watch that. Um, you think more people will watch the World Series combined compared to the last Sunday Night Football game? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think it might be lower. <laughs> because uh, no one wants to watch the Rockies or A's. And it would be like two West Coast teams on top of that. Yeah, so you clearly lose all these. East Coast. Yeah, yeah. where a lot of baseball fans are. Mm-hmm. And then I can't tell you anybody that I mean, is a Rockies you, fan outside if, of Colorado. If it's A's and L.A., they'll be intrigued because it's in California. And it was like in mm-hmm. the 80s when they won, when, uh, what's his face, the Brash Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, McGuire and uh, Conseco uh, played against the Dodgers. Yeah. So that might be a little bit intrigued. But that will also, the East Coast would not care about that you know, series as much. Yeah, I was thinking that. And I was like, actually, a lot of people may end up watching that. Um, just because it's an L.A. thing. Just kind of like when the two New York teams played. Yep. Uh, it's kind of cool because yeah. it's two in the same city. The Yankees mm. and Boston Red Sox series will have more viewers if the A's and the Colorado goes in the World Series. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking if for the best case scenario for Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they want L.A. or they want Chicago um, to make it. Because L.A. should be a good draw, but Chicago... They just Chicago won a couple a years ago. Team for everyone. Yeah. Everyone loves Chicago. Like no one has anything against Chicago. Um, so I, I think uh, you know, you know, I don't yeah. know. And then obviously the Yankees or Boston. It doesn't matter which one goes mm-hmm. in. You're going to get a ton of viewership. That's a, mm-hmm. one, one of the only sports where like I really don't follow the playoff a lot mm-hmm. because it's a lot of investment of time and everything to yeah. uh, deal with. Yeah, it's. It's something I'll pay attention to when the games really matter mm-hmm. to me, like um, if you're going to get eliminated or not. Yeah. So I'll pay attention tomorrow, and I'll pay attention tonight. And then maybe and then, game five or something, yeah, or, or game four, elimination game. Yeah, like yeah, I'll see who won, and then once it gets close, mm-hmm. I may tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But other than that, like until the World Series, I'm not going to invest too much of my time yeah, me neither. watching two teams play baseball that I don't have any interest. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing about baseball. They're losing. There's no superstar in baseball. There's no, like, uh, a non-baseball fan can say, like, oh, like, all the Yankees. Like, all right, I want to see, uh, what's his name, uh, Judge. Uh, Aaron Judge. And, like, how many people know who plays for Chicago? Or who knows who, who plays for Milwaukee? Like, like, I don't even know who mm-hmm. plays for Milwaukee anymore. Like, I know, like, Pui plays for L.A. Dodgers. But, you know. Atlanta? I mean, I have no idea who's their best player is right now. Yeah. Um, 
I know it's somebody young because I, I would go to MLB.com and they'd, and basically some of these teams yeah. would have like when they're same player and they show them over and over and over again. Exactly, yeah. And Trout's not even the playoffs yeah. for the last five years or whatever. So that's one of your stars is not even in, in it. So Yeah, I, th- I think they're trying to revamp it to get young people to pay attention to it. And then Harper, the same um, case, yeah. Yeah, so it should be interesting to mm-hmm. see how they're going to promote this to get people that aren't huge baseball fans to watch baseball games. A couple of years ago, it was easy because the Cubs made it to the World Series, mm-hmm. so people are going to pay attention to that. If L.A. gets it back, I don't see how that's a big deal because people are like, well, they just made it to yeah. last year. Um, Even when the Phillies were going in the World Series, like you had names of everyone, you know, like Howard. You had the three mm-hmm. big pieces, Utley, Howard, Rollins, that I, I feel like every baseball fans knew who they were, you know. Um now, you know, you can't even name three players on the on a team, probably. Yeah, like as good as Boston is. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you people that were on the team in 2016, 2017. Yeah, I don't know. If and if they're team. still on the team, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But yeah. But. Yeah, so that's our prediction. Um, Houston versus L.A. Yeah. Nothing new there. Let's see if let's see if Oakland goes. Anywhere. Anywhere. Or uh, that was just a terrible, shitty prediction. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, them making the playoffs with a $50 million you know, salary cap, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I think it would be awesome if they were able to beat the Yankees and Red Sox based on how much money they're giving out. Yeah. I'd be like, here with our $50 million, we, we just beat $200 million and like $200 million yeah, worth exactly. of baseball players. Suck on this. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Big F you. It's going to be like Earl Thomas giving the finger to him. Like, Get out of here. Yeah, so so that's who I'm rooting for right now. I'm just secretly, I want to see Oakland do some stuff. Yeah, so I'll pay attention to that. But other than that, um, I guess we'll talk about it if it gets there. If it mm. happens. Yeah. All right, so that concludes this episode. It's a lot longer than what we, we said. We said three minutes. And based on that, it's going to be like a half an hour plus. Hey. And then... Right now we're at like about an hour and a half. Wow! So we when you talk we about really... sports, so all <laughs> tangents. Next time we um, we gotta make sure we have like timer or somewhere that enough. Yeah, we just ding it, yeah, <laughs> just ding it. Like it'd be that uh, no. uh, that uh, sports show on ESPN, uninterrupted or whatever. A uh, part, part of the interruption. Part of interruption. Yep. Yeah, and now like we should have if we talk over we. You know, you get slapped by, <laughs> <laughs> by a salmon or something. <laughs> Throwing something at you. Slapped by a fish. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Zahid. And You're I will We'll do one another four weeks. And see and, where it goes. Yeah. Right. Sports world. Mm-hmm.